This is Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager, Canada's national source for the latest agronomic research, crop production, and technology trends. You've tuned in to hear conversations about relevant research, best production practices, and everything in between. This series of Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager, is brought to you by Climate Field View. Ready to have all your farm's information right at your fingertips? With the Climate Field View platform, you can instantly analyze every pass you make in field, capture weather conditions, and monitor crop performance. You get all the info you need to confidently make the right decisions for your field, anywhere, anytime. Start collecting information now and take full advantage of the yield analysis tools come harvest time. For more information, visit climatefieldview.ca or talk to your FieldView dealer and sign up for a one-year free trial today. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager. I'm Stephanie Crowley, Editorial Director of Top Crop Manager Magazine, and I'm joined today by Andrea Carstens. Andrea is a field product specialist uh, for Western Canada with Climate Field View, and uh, we're happy to have her on the podcast today. Hi, Andrea. How are you? Hi. Thanks, Steph. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks. Um, I just wondered if you could start by introducing yourself and telling us a little bit about maybe a, some of your background in agriculture and your role with Climate Field View and, and what your job entails. For sure. So I grew up on a grain farm um, west of Saskatoon in this small town called Wilkie. Uh, my parents had canola, wheat, peas, lentils, um, all that good stuff. So I grew up on the family farm, uh, being involved a bit there. After I graduated high school, I went to Olds College for a couple years, got a diploma in agriculture, and then decided to continue on to the U of S and got my degree in egg business. Um, also had a lot of fun at those two institutions. The egg, egg community is a great place to be. Um, after that, I worked with uh, Legacy Monsanto uh, for a few years with the DeKalb team selling canola seed and then kind of transitioned over into the digital side, becoming part of the Climate Field View team. In one of my first roles within Field View, I actually spent a year out in Eastern Canada in Ontario, uh, which was a really neat experience just uh, getting to understand the differences in the agriculture between Eastern and Western Canada, but then also the similarities, getting to meet all those great people that we have within the industry and uh, just gives me a great perspective with my role now. I do work specifically in the West, but work closely with our Eastern colleagues. And it's just good to have an understanding of what's going on on both sides. So right now I am the field product specialist, which means I spend a lot of time with Bayer's market development team within Bayer, uh, working through putting their trials in field view and gaining insights through our digital tools, which is a lot of fun. And then I also get to do um, special projects basically, working on things that aren't necessarily launched commercially yet so something I spend a lot of time on which is is that kind of goes with what we're talking about today is the targeted fungicide application which is um, us recommending where to spray a canola fungicide so it, it just gives us an opportunity to tailor those recommendations to specific fields Okay. Can you explain crop scripting or a crop prescription and why that might be useful to a grower? Yeah, definitely. When we think about crop scripting, something that people are probably most familiar would be fertilizer. Mm -hmm. Or if we're talking um, corn, I know there's people who definitely variable rate their seed. And in some places, it's not necessarily using less fertilizer or seed, but maybe just redistributing it to the places where it makes the most sense. There's going to be different areas of our field that just aren't going to use as much nutrients um, that aren't 
getting benefit from the high levels of, of fertilizer. So it makes mm-hmm. sense to redistribute that to an area of the field of a higher production that's going to use all of those nutrients and then give us a higher yield. And same with the seed piece of it as well. I know some people, it's just a redistribution. What are those productive areas of the field? Potentially, it could be differences in soil type, maybe elevation, uh, different things like that that can cause areas of the field to be more productive. Right. Yeah. And we talk about, you know, crop variability and there are so many things that can affect a growing season, but I'm sure if we're looking at the ways that we can kind of streamline some of these factors, then it makes sense to use um, some crop scripting tools. So what kind of data is collected from crop scripting? Or maybe if you can give a little bit more of an in-depth description of how that works and and what data is collected and how it can be used. Yeah. So with FieldView, it's a great way to Uh, collect all of our data in one place. We're connected into all of our different pieces of equipment. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think collecting all of those infield layers gives us a great baseline. So along with um, our soil samples and maybe some field health imagery can help us get started with scripting. Mm -hmm. Uh, So within FieldView, if you have a digital soil layer, we can bring that in. Um, The field health imagery is provided. And then you as the grower being able to bring in that you're as applied data. So whether that's seeding, spraying, harvest layers, we're thinking about creating a map for next year. We might want to start thinking about how we're going to get our harvest data in for this year so we know where the highest yields in the field were, uh, that sort of thing. So when you're going to create a prescription, um, just it de- will depend on, on what you're looking for, um, whether it is just to redistribute or whether it is to increase productivity across the entire field. Um, we might start to look at different layers. Uh, so like I said, you can bring in those soil layers and that would give you a good idea of, of the, where the nutrients need to be. And maybe those field health images can help you see um, where the highest biomass is for something like a fungicide. Um, and then you can start to combine some of those layers and, uh, and create the script that makes the most sense for the field. Mm-hmm. I mean, lots of growers have been using tools like this uh, in past years. Um, what are some of the long-term results or benefits and, and things that growers have seen? What kind of feedback have you heard? When you think about long-term, it is all about the comparing and, and how to improve that year over year, I would say, is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. So collecting those first few years to kind of get a baseline and then start to see, does that did that actually work where I... I change my rates of fertilizer or I only sprayed fungicide in certain areas of the field. And that's a great, a great thing about field view is the ease to be able to do that. So because we can track all of those, um, we can also do the yield analysis piece and really start to understand if those, those changes we made made sense to our farm and helped us with our ROI mm-hmm. and that sort of thing at the end of the day. So I think it's that being able to have a benchmark and compare, are we getting better? Does that make sense going forward? Um, And that sort of thing is the important part of collecting that information year after year. Yeah, for sure. Do you think scripting tools replace some of the boots on the ground or the face-to-face methods that farmers have used for years um, and to make decisions in terms of, you know, when to spray or when to increase their fertilizer or? No, I wouldn't say replace at all. I would say they can be a great um, tool to help maybe be more efficient in some areas. I would say if you're a lot of people maybe just first starting out playing around with scripting are still going to work with their agronomist to see if that makes sense. 
um, for that farm and maybe that agronomist helps them scout or that retail isn't helping them with some recommendations. So I wouldn't say any of the scripting tools are going to replace anyone because we're still going to need those experts that understand um, even how fertilizer is distributed in the soil. We're still going to need to understand in the soil, different soil types how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we're talking about fungicide, if they're the ones doing that ground truthing for us, we're still going to need to work through that with them to make sure we are spraying the right areas of the field. Um, and same with seed, those agronomists and those partners that we're working with understand the different populations and may just have more experience. So I think it's, it's just a way to make things more efficient uh, for us and to put those products in the right places. Yeah, for sure. Is this something that needs to be fit in at a certain time of the year or is it more of a kind of a seasonal conversation that you have? I'd say fairly ongoing just because there are different types of prescriptions. Mm -hmm. But if it's something that you're thinking about and you haven't haven't started yet, the biggest thing is going to be your equipment capabilities. So can your drill or your planter execute those variable rate prescriptions? Mm -hmm. We're talking about fungicide. Can your sprayer execute a variable rate prescription? Um, So some of that sort of stuff might be something you'd spend some time with your equipment dealer looking into in the winter. Mm -hmm. But as the other seasons progress, we would be talking about different prescriptions. So right now, I think about the time that we're in. Um, In Western Canada here, we're thinking about, I mean, some groups have already started lentil and pea harvest, but um, in the northern parts, we're thinking about desiccation. And this is a great way to use those scripting tools is for the desiccation. I know some, we think about a lentil or a pea field, there's always going to be somewhere for the most part that is drowned out that we likely don't need to put any product on to get that crop to dry down. Yeah. So it can kind of be ongoing depending on what season we're in. Um, And then maybe even after harvest, if we're thinking about weeds, uh, maybe we don't need a post-harvest application on the entire field, maybe just the area that have high weed populations and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just something that, you know, you can come back to and use as needed, um, you know, based on the advice of your agronomist or what you're seeing, you know, other, your other field data or, or what you're seeing yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's great. And so you would mentioned a little bit more about um, the crop protection scripting. And I know you and I had chatted earlier as well um, that there was maybe um, some other data that, uh, is working on in terms of research and kind of the long-term um, uh, trials that had been that you've been working on are you able to talk about that as well yeah for sure I can touch on that so like I mentioned at the start the one when it comes to crop protection scripting that would be our, our canola fungicide scripts that we're working on this is us sending you a prescription on your canola field so for canola fungicide and um, this is different than a feature than we have in field view Uh, that is open to anyone. So with the canola fungicide prescription, this is still pre-commercial. So we're just working with uh, a few growers across Western Canada to understand how this is working on their farms. And some of the reasons why we started going down this path is just thinking about, um, I know in in Ontario, we got more uh, talked about the four R's Mm -hmm. um, and just the sustainability with where we're putting our inputs, right place, right time, right rate, et cetera. Uh, so just just following that, and so when we are sending out these canola fungicide prescriptions, we're looking at the biomass within the field and only recommending to spray the crop that needs to be sprayed. So only putting a fungicide in the crop that is is uh, more likely to get disease. And I think this is important for two reasons. One, ROI. We don't need to be putting products that a product isn't necessarily going to have an impact on our end yield. So gaining as much 
uh, positive ROI as possible. And then number two that I think is also important is the environmental piece of all of this. So when we can show that we are being good stewards of the land, I think that's going to help us in the long run when it comes to regulations. But I know just talking to farmers and being from a farm myself, people are really concerned keeping that land for generations to come and being good stewards of the land. So I think it just goes along with that. And the more we learn about putting inputs in the right spot, just how much more important that is as well. Mm-hmm. So that, that is the, the piece where we are working with growers to recommend, but there's also a manual crop protection scripting tool within FieldView. Okay. And this tool is for any grower who has a FieldView subscription mm-hmm. and you can use it for any crop or essentially any crop protection product that you're using. So all the way from herbicide to insecticide, fungicide, desiccants, growth regulators. I know something else that comes up. Um, And this is just a way for a grower to create a script for any of those products on any of their fields, how they see fit. But I want to just chat a little bit about the the seed prescriptions because I think it, it really just highlights what we can start to do with some of our digital ag tools and with the research that companies like Bayer is doing. Sure. Um, so if there is a product in FieldView available to um, all North American growers, uh, which is the FieldView seed scripting. Yep. And within that tool, you can go in and choose a hybrid. And then based on your historical information, you'll enter in how much your seed would cost, what your yield goals are, etc. And with the historical information that we have in FieldView combined with the research data that Bayer has done on population, um, we'll give you a map, a prescription map that recommends what population to plant your seed across your field. So it's really neat because we have all of that data based on the different soil and the different zones within your field we give you that population recommendation and those zones to plant uh, your corn in. It's really neat. At the same time, this is still something you can work through with your agronomist. Um, We we provide the zones and a base recommendation, but make it adjustable for you if your agronomist has a different recommendation or you'd like to tweak it. Just a really neat way to combine the information that a grower is collecting as well as the information that we're collecting here at Bayer to give those tailored recommendations to our growers. That's cool. And sorry, so that's only available for uh, corn crops right now at the moment, or is there plans to expand that to other crops as well? Um, It's definitely something that we think about. It just depends on um, the the way crops react to different populations and things like that is different. Mm -hmm. Uh, So right now, the main research is being done in corn, but there is some things being explored in in other crops as well. Cool. The uh, seed scripts where we're recommending population is available to any climate field view customer in North America. Very good. Excellent. Is there anything else um, in terms of um, crop scripting that we didn't touch on that you'd like to share with us today? I think it's just something that that it is good to have a conversation with your agronomist or with your advisor with. There are different opportunities and it might not be a fit for fertilizer, fungicide, absolutely everything on your farm, but there might be some opportunities uh, to to make this work on your farm if it is something that you're interested in. I know um, lots of agronomists are really familiar with this as they are wanting, they do have the same goals as you do to uh, to put those right products in the right places. And especially if we start to think about regulations, it's going to be really important um, that we can start to do some of this without being regulated so that hopefully we don't become more regulated in the future. Mm-hmm. So I think any of that stuff we can do to be proactive 
it is really important. So definitely something to, to think about. Um, and if you did have any questions to reach out, like I say, most, most of your agronomists um, or people that you're working with, your partners, would have some experience in these areas. It's definitely, definitely wouldn't hurt to have the conversation if you think it's something that makes sense for your farm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think with everything, you know, I, I mentioned this in one of our previous episodes where everybody's in this for the same goal, right? We want to make sure that you have the best crop year um, and crop season. It's, it's nice to have these kind of digital tools to help, as we said, supplement um, and help you make decisions uh, as you're going through the year. So this is great information. Thanks so much for sharing that with us. Thanks for tuning in to Inputs, the podcast by Top Crop Manager. To catch up on all of our other episodes, visit topcropmanager.com slash podcasts.